Welcome to the Macro Millionaire Podcast with Jesse and Erica Dale, where we explore how to get the most out of life, focusing on purpose, passion, and prosperity. episode if you guys listened last week we are doing a three-part series mainly because last week started to get out of hand and it was a little longer than we anticipated <laughs> we didn't think you wanted to sit and listen to us for an hour to get all three of these in but could, could that be a podcast when sex gets out of hand it <laughs> <laughs> should have been our title <laughs> oh gosh but if you followed along we are talking about the three things that can ruin your marriage and last week we dove into sex like we believe that typically divorces stem from sex money and in-laws and so we're diving into all three uh if you missed last week be sure you go check it out i think uh it was one of our best ones so far and uh, one of our one of our listeners danielle she said man you guys were getting spicy on there and then you we did give a warning like hey if your kids are in the room you might want to wait to listen to the rest of this and she, in fact, was cooking dinner and was like, whoop, I better pause this. <laughs> My kids are right here. So it's definitely not R-rated, guys, but it does talk about sex. So depending on who's around you, you may want to uh, have a little bit of a filter. Earmuffs. <laughs> but we're going to dive in today and talk about the next one, which is going to be in-laws. But before we do that, we want to feature one of our listeners. And this person says, anxious for more, five stars, uh, H-A-C-L. Let us know who you are, H-A-C-L, but yes. they, he or she says, I've only listened to three episodes so far, but I've thoroughly enjoyed them. I'm anxious to listen to more. Jesse and Erica are so genuine and uplifting. It's a joy to hear what they have to say. So thank you so much for those incredible words. That is what we hope for. We want to, we want to touch people. We want to give them value. Um, you know, like we've mentioned before, these podcasts are not money makers. They are value makers. So we hope that we are doing just that. But Let's dig into the topic of in-laws. Yeah, so cool. I've got some controversialness, some genuine, some realness that I'll bring up here in a bit. But what we're talking about is the three things that, that end relationships or as Christ followers, we're talking more in the marriage relationship, especially when it comes to sex. So today I want to cover in-laws. Did you know that in-laws can and have ended marriages? And for me, this is a tough one to kind of grasp because I've been around, not in this marriage, but I mean, I'm sure we've all been around like some, some bad mother-in-law or son-in-law, whatever, whatever it might be. What was that movie? It was like Monster-in-Law. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So I do want to unpackage this and I do want to let listeners kind of uh, kind of grasp my first point, which might be a, a pretty controversial. Erica doesn't know that I'm going to say this, Uh-oh. but I find it a little bit disingenuine when everyone's like, my three priorities in life are God, family, and then whatever else that they're passionate about. And I would love to say that. And I, I want to preface this. I love my family very, very much. They're probably not one of my top five priorities. I don't see them. Your priorities is where you spend your time, resources, and money. Well, my money is a, a resource. <laughs> I don't spend a lot of time with my family. I, we do call. We do connect here and there. Absolutely. Um, I... I 
don't spend a lot of resources around my family. I mean, if they needed me to, I'm there in a second. So I don't want to, and the listeners confuse this, but I think that if you feel obligated that you must spend time with your in-laws, you must get along with your in-laws, that might just be a, a conversation just to have with your spouse and be like, man, these people aren't my jam. <laughs> I don't have anything in common with them. Um, so, and I'm, and I'm going to, you know, obviously be cordial. We're gonna have a great time. We're gonna make the time that we do spend together the best time that it can. But I think gen- being admittedly and genuine to who you are as a human being, and if your in-laws aren't your jam, they're not your jam, and that's all there is to it. Yeah, I think that you have to tread lightly, though, if, if, if two parties are having different thoughts, right? So, for example, if I wanted to see my family all the time and you didn't, that would cause some friction if you're like, dude, you're in, you're my in-laws suck. Or my, and obviously this is not the case yeah. in our scenario, thankfully, but um, one of our friends, Matthew, they have a rule, and you can probably share more on this. This is yeah, Jesse's friend. They've been yeah. friends since they're like kids. But uh, they have a rule, and I think this is a very good rule to adopt in a marriage, in a relationship, is they are not allowed to speak negatively about someone in the opposite family. Period. No matter how inappropriate the person is, they cannot say, wow, Aunt Jane sure is stupid or whatever. Right. And I think, and correct me if I'm wrong, if I'm wrong, I think that rule also applies, like, for instance, if I were speaking poorly about my sister or my mom or dad, Jesse's not allowed to echo that and be like, yeah, you're right. She's an idiot. Yes. (laughs) And I love that. I love that rule because it, again, it can just really cause that friction. And even in the heat of the moment, if I'm talking poorly about one of my family members and Jesse echoes it, I might just be in anger. I might just be venting. But if he's echoing it, he probably really truly feels that way. And that's going to come around later down the road where I might throw that back at him and be like, yeah, you said this about my sister. And he'd be like, well, well, you said it too. Yeah, right. Well, I was just mad in the moment. You don't know the relationship me and Trevor. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's a general rule. We don't follow that rule though because when when some of my family's acting like (laughs) dumb, we We, agree. We don't (laughs) follow the rule. I think that's what makes us work though. Yes, but we also don't talk poorly about our family. We may, we, we love them. We may not always agree with their, their actions or behaviors or beliefs. Right. But the person to the core, the every single person in our family is incredible. Yes. We are very, very blessed. Yes, very. So I think that if you if there, if you can't come to that mutual consul- consensus that Uncle Bob is a weirdo, <laughs> like if you see it's a weirdo, the whole other world sees it's a weirdo, but your spouse sees him as the best thing since Santa Claus, then I think that the Matthew rule is what you adapt. You just can do not, it's off limits. You don't say anything negative or, or weird about Uncle Bob. Even if your spouse does, yeah. But if you have a, then you have the mutual consensus relationships where you just both admit that Uncle Bob is weird and you love him anyway. Yeah, we yeah. all have that. <laughs> yeah, and I think things go south when it's like, okay, we're never gonna see Uncle Bob because he's a weirdo. I think that you know, family does run blood deep, and you need to make time to see your family, whether they're your priorities or whether they're you know sharing the same priorities as you or not. I think that it is important to make time. Like we're gonna go see my family for Fourth of July. Really looking forward to that. It's literally been years. Yeah. You know. Yeah. <laughs> so. Thank you, COVID. Um, I think. What are some other reasons that in-laws? I mean, obviously, if we we don't get along with them, that's a pretty easy answer to why that could lead to divorce. Um, I think the the big thing is the underlying 
like when you are joining in a marriage, you know, Jesse was brought up very differently, not, not very differently, but we were brought up differently. And so I think when you come together, you already have your past history that you're figuring out and, and um, maneuvering mm -hmm. as you're figuring out each other and you're starting to live together and all these things. I think then you throw in children. Now he was raised differently. He believes parenting is this way. I was raised differently. I believe parenting is this way because we typically do the same things our parents did. Um, and I think that that's also where a lot of the in-law issues come in. Yeah, that and not having very good boundaries. One thing Erica mm -hmm. brings up here and, here and there, I am a mama's boy. You know, like I had my mom and I, man, we, we, we were movie buddies. And then well, when I got older, we were rave buddies or we called it techno buddies. We'd go to the <laughs> Detroit Techno Fest. And, and that's awesome. But I think if mom and I were like raving every single Saturday, you need to become one flesh with the spouse. Yeah. You need to, and I, I believe there's a biblical verse that, you, you know. Leave your, of, you leave your family. Yeah. You do. Yeah, and for me, and I think this is probably health, this is, I think this is probably why Eric and I's relationship is, we really don't have issues in this department, no. like at all, it's probably like a 9.2, you know, out of 10, is because I live five hours away. So I like, not figuratively, I literally left my family. Yeah. You know, your family lives an hour and a half away, so there's just not a, a whole lot of uh, room for the water to get muddy or the boundaries to be right. Like I've heard of people say, like their their in laws or or whatever will just drop by unannounced. No, like, and I we probably yeah, wouldn't I, have a problem I would, I would with like that, that. <laughs> except for if you're you know we work from home. If we're in the middle of a Zoom and it's like it's just sometimes inopportune, you know. But um, I, I someone just posted recently. I was reading through it and it was like how to set those boundaries. And it was basically like, hey, I'm going to stop by, but I'm not staying for dinner. Hey, I'm going to... And they, they set their boundaries yeah. moving into those events. And um, oh, dang, I just had a thought about this well, with... Go ahead. Another, another thing that I, that I had in mind is, you know, I kind of opened this as kind of direct. Like, hey, you don't have to be with your family. Well, look, when, when I was growing up with my family, never missed... When I stopped, when I didn't... When I wasn't working, I, I never missed a... Anything, you know, birthdays, we did everything together. Yeah. You have to give yourself permission. When you get married, you're not going to be able to attend all of those same things. You know, your brother who has five kids, you're not going to be able to attend every single birthday. And I find that the married couples that try to make that happen run themselves ragged. Yeah. I mean, that's actually where I was going with this too. We're talking about holidays, especially like, yeah, birthdays are great. I mean, if you're getting together for every single thing, that's cool. I think eventually as families grow and expand, it's gonna become obsolete. One suggestion would be, hey, May 15th, we're celebrating all the May birthdays in the family and y'all get together one Saturday mm -hmm. and you, you celebrate. And I think that would work. That's kind of what we used to do growing up. But um, one thing that works very well for Jesse, and we're just lucky in this, I mean, again, his family's in Michigan, they're also, they celebrate Christmas. Um, uh, Christmas Eve. Christmas Eve, because they celebrate in the Polish tradition. And so it, it, the, the days just work for us. We go up there a few days before, we celebrate Christmas Eve, we leave early Christmas morning, head down to my family's, which is what when we, that's when we celebrate. I know that's not always the case in families. There are so many out there, like husband and wife's families celebrate on the same day. And it's like, we gotta pick and choose where we go. That's something you should be discussing. If you're newly married, figure it out. Set your, plat, your path now, because when it comes down to it, I know that's a big fight for yeah, families. Yeah, and you know what? If it's if it's taxing the relationship, 
then the answer is no. You just go to Key West and, and spend Christmas or spend Christmas at a staycation at home. Yeah. But the hustle, I see a lot of married couples like the hustle and bustle and like Christmas is like the worst day of their life yeah. because they're trying to see Aunt Sue and this person. That's nuts. That is not how we're intended to celebrate, you know, the birth of Jesus for goodness sake. Right. One of, one of the things my parents did as soon as they started having children, they said, hey, Christmas is at our house. We are not leaving our house. If you want to come and see us, you are welcome. This was to like my grandmas and aunts and things like that. But we will not leave our home on Christmas Day. That's our time together. And I know that can't always be the case, especially when you, you get into like divorced families and different situations. Right. I get it. But figure out what works for you and your family around events and holidays and, and things like that. Like we're gonna go to these, these are non-negotiables. These, if they don't take away from this, sure. You, you, you've gotta have that path yeah. out. and I know I should say we're a 9.2 uh, I know initially when Eric and I were, were figuring each our relationship out figuring out this thing is I would go up to a lot of particularly kids birthdays out of obligation or guilt you don't do, if you're doing anything out of obligation or guilt you need to second-guess your motives because those are not reasons to go to someone's birthday and if it's just not your jam just say it's not your jam and I, I love what Eric and I do. We do go to, to some of the birthdays organically, but a good compromise that we've come up with is we FaceTime these kids on their birthday no matter what. And sometimes it's like, oh, I gotta do the FaceTime, you know? Yeah. But it's, it always brings joy to my heart. The always, cool thing is always they do it to us too. Yes, yeah. <laughs> that, that's actually a cool tradition that I got from yeah. your family. Like, that's that, fun. That is real, real cool. And listen, like right now my nieces and nephews, so I have seven nieces and nephews yeah. under seven yeah and right now they're all getting into softball so the seven-year-old and the three six-year-olds are all playing baseball and softball like their schedules are insane and i would love i would love to go and see like multiple games in a week but because we have businesses to run like we, we we physically just cannot do that um but they get it you know you you, you show your love and you do show up to some or to events that you can and you know you show your love that way for sure yeah no absolutely and you know just be honest and authentic with what your priorities are you're always as a good-hearted listener you're always gonna make the best of any situation but share your priorities with your spouse mm -hmm. and don't share like what I used to share is what I thought Eric could want to hear or not even necessarily Eric, what I thought the world would want to hear I used to say that like family comes first well, look, if you look at the evidence, that just isn't true. Now, they would come first in a situation. Sure. Like, if my brother calls me right now, dude, I'm cancel plans. I mean, we have a huge event going on this weekend. <laughs> cancel it or get a substitute. I'm there. If you right. truly needed me, I would take a bullet for my mom. I mean, so right. I don't want to misconstrue when you when I, I say family. I flew home that, a day early from Hawaii. Yeah. So oh, my gosh. I more yeah. money because my sister was very, very ill. Well, and I think family is a higher priority for you. Yeah, I, I would agree. Yeah. But so when I say not a priority, that just means that I don't spend a lot of time and resources with that group. It doesn't say anything about the love. So just being honest and not feeling like you're gonna get backlash or you're gonna be labeled a bad person, just be very real with who you are. Yeah. You're, and you know, if, if my family was listening to this, they'd be like, yeah, you're right. You know, he's not around a lot. But, also, but when I am, it's a blast and yes. I love them and they know I love them and that's all that matters. Absolutely, and also I think if you're, you're weighing on the other end, like if you're feeling guilt and shame because you want to do those things, if that's truly your desire, then do better at that. If yeah. you're like, I really wish I was better at, at sending gifts for all my family, 
then do it. Make that a priority, but don't do it because you've like society has told you that's what we do. All right. So getting into the nitty gritty before we close. All right. So we we talked a lot about like our families and whatnot. But what would you do? Because there's listeners that are, are waiting for the nitty. What would you do if my mom was nuts? nutso and I loved her so much we're like hey we're gonna go see mom and we're gonna, but she was she was a, like she literally robbed you of your joy because I think that's that's what ultimately ends marriages yeah you know what I mean it's not the hustle and bustle on birthdays or whatever which yeah okay that's inconveniencing it's like dude your right. mom's a psycho you're a mama's boy what do you do if I'm on a listener yeah I think that's that's super tough and again we're very blessed we haven't had to deal with things like that um, I think it boils down to the relationship you have together and the honesty again you can have conversations about that without being insulting sure without name calling or saying your mom's a psycho like that's probably not gonna go over very well but maybe opening your eyes to some things or sharing your feelings like hey when your mom does this it hurts my feelings and you're not backing me up and we're supposed to be Mm. the partnership here Um, and again I think that also when you when you come together know that the decisions you make together and the, the way that you're going to run your household, the way they're going to run your marriage, you may have in-laws or parents that don't agree or don't understand. But I think if you also have the conversation with them, like, hey, we're we're growing our relationship, our marriage, our family, whatever it is, we are going to make different decisions than you. Mm. Please respect that. And just have those open and honest conversations without arguments, without name-calling without stooping down to those levels another good thing that Matthew does so he gave it this is the second Matthew tip why don't you listen <laughs> to his podcast oh because he hasn't taken my advice and doesn't have one yet <laughs> but anyway uh, the second thing is when they became one flesh him and his awesome bride when they became one flesh no matter what in public they take each other's side and him and I kind of like like literally like thought about this because you know, there was some times where I felt like, dude, you are dead wrong, but she would back him up. Mm. Or if she, if, if, if she did something, you know, I can't think of anything, but if she did, he would back her up publicly no matter what. Then, you know, behind closed doors, they would hash it out. Mm. And I, they do the same thing, I believe, with their in-laws. And I think that that kind of trains your in-laws to, to realize, okay, they're one flesh. This is no longer my daughter. This is no longer my yeah. son. This is now my married son. Yeah, that's a good point. I, I think, uh, I mean, I could, I think I probably could do better at that or in past situations I can think of with us, but it, it is tough because we're both very independent and alpha. And so sometimes it's like, that's not my opinion. Yeah. But it, that is yeah. a very good, um, it's just putting rule the marriage first. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then lastly is, you know, I know with, with myself, just having a relationship, like just because, like I said, you know, with family, just because their priorities don't align with mine, so what? They're not entrepreneurs. Who cares? That doesn't mean we can't have great conversations like we have. Right. You know what? So what? They're not like. Well, actually, they are into Jesus, but you know, I got family members that may not be as into Jesus as I am. So what? Okay. Well, we're going to talk a little Jesus, and we're going to talk more about what they're. In. You can still have a friendship, right? With these people, and I think that's helped me a lot. Is this is the first time where I've had a friendship with my in-laws now are we getting together every weekend no but when we do you know hey we can have some bourbons talk some bourbons or whatever it might be right right. you know yeah i think that that's important just it's just a mutual respect right if you love them love them be respectful have the conversations you know and 
at the end of the day, if you're, I think if you're leading with your heart in those situations, they're going to see that. Yeah. And being authentic with your spouse about your priorities, about what's important to you, not insulting some take away from Matthew, never insulting the person, even if the, the, the person themselves insults them yeah. or, or is upset with them, not echoing that. And then having each other's backs no matter what, even if each other might be wrong. Yeah, I love it. Well, hopefully this gave you guys some insight. And if you're currently in that position, maybe you're struggling with the in-laws or maybe you're dating and you're, you're, you're moving toward marriage, have these discussions with your spouse. Share this, this uh, podcast with them if you think it would benefit them. But this is, a, I would say, one of the highest reasons for divorce or can cause divorce. And I think, again, it's all about balance. So these three things, sex, money, in-laws, you know, you're, if you can start to balance them, then when one gets unbalanced, the other three, are, the other two aren't going to crumble. Yeah, absolutely. and so that's why it's important. But thank you guys for tuning in. Um, as always, we would love a five star rating and review. Be sure you hit that subscribe button so you never miss an episode. And tune in next week. Yeah, next week. I'm pumped. <laughs> next week we're going to talk money, 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 <laughs> money. <laughs> that's the third thing that uh, is a big, big. Thing I that think it's. Up marriage. So, oh, yeah. It's got to be what's up there, man. That's that's a tough one. Yeah. So. Awesome, guys. We look forward to uh, pouring into you next week. Have an awesome weekend. Welcome to the Macro Millionaire Podcast with Jesse and Erica Dale, where we explore how to get the most out of life, focusing on purpose, passion, and prosperity. (laughs) 